Welcome to Nintendo Seconds, I'm LP Tiger. Today is Thursday, July the 19th, 2018, and you're listening to The Daily. Director for Game Freak Junichi Masuda was interviewed by Japanese magazine Famitsu recently, and he gave a little peek into the 2019 release for the core Pokemon game on the Switch. He says that it'll have the same kind of feeling as the previous handheld iterations. When asked about having the capability to bring Pokemon from the Let's Go series of games, he said, quote, there have been times where you couldn't bring Pokemon from previous titles. I imagine that created some bad memories. I want to try and change that if I can." Unquote. Would it truly be possible to transfer Pokemon among Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and the core Pokemon Switch game in 2019? If so, it would mean that Nintendo is definitely stepping up their game. The media create charts are out in Japan, and Nintendo continues its dominance with Octopath Traveler topping the charts with over 110,000 copies sold, followed by Captain Toad at over 40,000 sold, and Mario Tennis Aces at over 20,000. Nintendo has 9 of the top 10 spots in the software category. Both Octopath and Captain Toad were reported to be out of stock at multiple retailers in Japan. Square Enix even offered an apology due to the lack of stock available. Amiibo and collector's editions are one thing, but to be completely sold out of a specific game is pretty rare. When it comes to hardware, there's no competition with the Switch selling 50,000 consoles. If you add every other console sold during the same time, it comes out to only about 28,000. So Japan is all about the Switch this year. We should get June results for America sometime within the next few days from the NPD group, hoping for similar success. And again, the 3DS is not dead. WarioWare Gold is coming on August the 3rd on the 3DS. A demo has been released in Europe earlier this month. Recently, a demo has been released in Japan. But what's up with the US demo though? Don't know, but once it's available, I'll let you guys know. And also on the topic of the 3DS, Steven Totillo of Kotaku recently interviewed Nintendo producer Kensuke Tanabe and Van Poole's Jun Suda about Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers and how people don't really know it exists. If you've been listening to this podcast in the past, I've mentioned it a few times and I really didn't want people to forget about it, but obviously it's not that popular. Anyway, Tanabe said that he wants to make an RPG with Dylan and he hopes the game reaches a wide enough audience to make that plan come true. And Suda stated, quote, I bet the players who like Dylan are pretty secretive about it. I would like more people to know about the game. To any new players who have an interest now after reading this article, please give the game a try, unquote. There are three things holding this game back in my opinion. It's a $40 eShop release with no physical copy in America. It's not a very popular IP, and it's honestly a confusing game to explain. Steven Totello summarized it the best, stating that it's a tower defense, combat racing, post-apocalyptic talking animal drama starring an armadillo. It doesn't really capture your attention, other than maybe a reply that sort of goes, uh, what? In any case, I played the demo and it's pretty interesting. I invite you guys to give the demo a try on the 3DS. Again, it's called Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers and it's on the 3DS eShop. You can check out their interview on Kotaku.com. Splatoon 2 is celebrating their first anniversary with a global Splatfest starting at midnight Eastern this Saturday. It's Squid vs. Octopus. Along with that, the My Nintendo rewards have been updated with printable posters, downloadable wallpaper, and a brand new 3DS theme featuring the original Squid sisters Callie and Marie. 
you can grab those on my.nintendo.com. Also, continuing with Splatoon news, the old map Anchovy Games will be coming to Splatoon 2 along with four brand new weapons. These will be available in an update on July the 31st. If you haven't played Splatoon yet, why? It's one of the most successful IPs from Nintendo in the last few years, and it will not be going away anytime soon. The Mario Tennis Aces patch is live, and here's the breakdown. Bowser Jr. has been officially nerfed. His speed has been slowed when charging a shot. Aside from him, all trick shot ranges have been decreased and the window to gain meter with trick shots have been decreased, which in my opinion was definitely needed and that was the biggest problem with Bowser Jr. So he is torn down to pieces. Finally, they'll have a new ranking based on your rating starting in August. Let's hope these changes make the online experience much better than it was. And I'd like to try something new today called TLDR Headlines. At the end of some episodes, I'll speed through some Nintendo news that I feel may not need a lot of focus. Sometimes the headline gives you all the information you need. So let's do it! Digimon Survive was announced for the Switch in Japan as a 2D and 3D survival strategy RPG. It'll be released sometime in 2019. Two Sega Ages games are coming to the Switch in August, being Sonic the Hedgehog and Thunder Force 4. A new batch of Neo Geo arcade games are coming, which include The King of Fighters 97, Prehistoric Isle 2, and Metal Slug 4. Hot Wheels is unveiling a Mario Kart lineup of figures at San Diego Comic Con this weekend, and it's to be released in June of 2019. X-Seed is releasing a physical version of Gal Metal with DLC called the World Tour Edition, $40 out sometime this fall. Creator of the game The Witness, Jonathan Blow stated that his game isn't being made for the Switch, but that can change if the interest is there. The next episode of the Nintendo Power Podcast is up on Nintendo's YouTube account. And finally, Luminous Remastered was updated to version 1.1.1, adding an analog stick option, optimized load times, and many other improvements. And that's all for today. Let me give a shout out to the three who favorited this podcast, Fat Love Talk, Jonathan, and the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Thank you guys for your support. So, what did you guys think about the TLDR headlines? Is that something that's cool? Is something I shouldn't do? Let me know. Please give me your suggestions, your comments, your feedback, or just say hi. Just send me a voice message on the Anchor app, or send me a tweet on Twitter at LPTiger, L-P-T-Y-G-E-R. Thanks for listening to Nintendo Seconds, putting Nintendo first.